We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. All right, welcome to the HodgePodge podcast. I'm your host as always, Dylan Hodge, but you guys already know that. I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. You can follow the podcast as well on Instagram at the HodgePodge podcast. Wherever you are listening to this fine podcast you decided to turn on today, will not you please leave a five-star review um, and, and, and just write a little review, please. That'll help us grow up on the podcast <clears throat> charts and, and just help us get our bigger and better guests than what we've already had. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, once you hit that subscribe button and hit, hit that little bell right beside the, uh, the subscribe button, that will um, let you know anytime that I or the podcast puts up um, a video, which is usually every week I try. Sometimes I'm behind. Um, but before we get into into the actual podcast, guys, I I, I want to talk to you guys about, and I know I'm not the best person to you know talk about um, positivity. I, I try to stay positive, but um, in my personal life, I'm a little negative. Um, I'll be honest with you, but I, I do want to talk to you um, real quick before we jump into the podcast about you know going with your gut and and taking chances i was you know i haven't written in my uh my journal in a little over six months and i was writing in it this morning you know i've, I've been struggling through uh i've been struggling through a lot and uh this is kind of my only piece about it is to write and i actually stopped writing so i was kind of you know it, it never really helped but i um i wrote this in december of um 2020 and I just I was going through here, and I just want to I want to talk, talk to you guys about going with your gut and taking chances. So here's what I wrote. So here's what's weird about us Americans. We're told growing up to never speak to a stranger, but once we go to school, we talk to all the teachers and students. We don't know them. We've never seen them before in our lives, so they're considered strangers. But because we are sent to this place by our parents with strangers. Whom we're never told to speak to, we talk. We feel safe. Your gut tells you that since someone you trust sends you to a place with thousands of strangers, then it must be okay to speak. Here's where everyone is wrong. There's a difference between a stranger on the street and an authoritative stranger. We use our guts for one of the first times in our lives speaking to one of the teachers. We then grow to trust that authoritative stranger. It's the same with everything in life. You know how to trust and who not to. You will use your gut and you'll choose what's right and what's wrong. 
which is based upon your train of thought and also whether you have been taught. Two things that you should never take for granted, your gut and taking chances. So that's what I wrote and I kind of, and everything I said right there, I believe. I don't write anything that I don't feel and, you know, uh, I didn't write in my journal for a while. I never come out. I would I kept a journal. Um, we were told in was it fifth grade, I think, to, 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 to keep a journal of just your thoughts. And um, I actually enjoyed it, but it was always considered a girly thing to do. And so being a guy, you know, you don't want to say that. Um, but as you grow up and you realize it's okay, you know. Um, and then Matthew McConaughey come out with basically his whole diary of his life, his journal of his life. And I said, you know what, it's okay. It is okay to, to keep a journal. And I have just stopped journaling. I've been bad about it, and I'm finally getting back to it. So I just ran into that, and I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, so how today's episode is going to go, we have part two of my chat with Brooklyn. And today we're going over the top five albums of 2021. Last week um, was a great showing for you guys on YouTube and on on the, uh, the 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 audio podcast, um, you guys enjoyed the top five songs. You guys always love when we do when me and Brooke get on here and we chat. Those are always um, those are always big um, big topics just because we do understand each other a lot and we do you know know a lot and so we we do chat a good bit about certain things. Um, also. We're going to have a bonus episode up today, right after, um, they're going to be up at the same time, but it's going to be a bonus episode, and I am reviewing a good bit of, uh, I've got three things to, i got to review um, both Hawkeye episode, the the, the uh, episode five and six, so the finale and the episode before the finale, I have to review those, and I've got a couple of movies to review, so um, there's going to be a, a bonus episode for you guys. Um, and if there's not a bonus episode, I may just put it at the end of the podcast, but this podcast is already long enough, um, so we'll, we'll um, you guys will just see. You'll, you'll see what I plan to do um, here when it goes up. So without further ado, let's go over right now, top five albums of 2021 with Brooklyn, part two. Speaking of albums, here we go. Getting into the albums of the year. All right, so you went first doing the songs. I will go first doing the albums. Correct. Should we start with honorable mentions or should we end with honorable mentions? Let's, you know what? Let's start with honorable mentions because we're going to get into a whole. Let's let's start honorable mentions. I have two on my list. 
I'm going to give okay. both of them and then you give however many honorable mentions you got. My okay. two are um, Olivia Rodrigo Sour because I, like, I'm not a big pop, female pop fan because I, I'm just, I, I, it never appeals to me, but her album was so different sounding than um, the last pop female artist I listened to album fully was, um, oh my goodness. She was dating Sean Mendez. Um, yep. Camila yep, Cabello. She's in my head. Camila um, Cabello. Yep. I listened to that, that romance song, that romance album, which was pretty good. Um, but, but this yeah. one was just different. Um, it, it was like listening at church and people gossiping at church was what the album reminded me of. Cause it was, oh. it was just, she was just like a, she's like 17 and was just trying to get back at her boyfriend and wrote a song and she just happened to blow up. So I, I enjoyed um, Sour from Olivia Rodrigo. The next one on my list, which I, I'm sad to put it on here and I'm, but it's Blake Shelton's body language. And it could be, it could be a biased thing that I'm just such a Blake Shelton fan. Like mm-hmm. to me, he's one of the greatest of all time. Um, just, just because he was newer and I grew up with him, you know, but I think the album was okay. Wasn't his best. Wasn't his worst. It's getting a bad rap because people are starting to boycott him because he's married to Gwen Stefani. I mean, mm. But yeah, body language, that's really all I have to say. There wasn't that many uh, great songs on it. But again, there wasn't that many great albums out either, I wouldn't think. Because I think next year, next year is going to be the the year of albums because people can now get in the studio and start going. So this year was okay. This year was okay. This is a this is like a pre-show of what you're going to get for the main course next year. Right. I agree. I agree. This year was a little bit of a, I feel like a there weren't as many that really stuck out to me as there were like last year. And as there probably will be next year. Right. Um, one of my honorable mentions was sour Olivia Rodrigo. Um, yeah, she's killing it. She's, she's so Mm. good. All of her songs I think are super catchy and good. And I think she really has found her audience and, um, her songs are good. They're just fun to jam to in the car. So, um, can, can can I ask you a question? You're a female. I want to get a female's take on this. Okay. You're cool with it. Yeah. I don't know what song it is. I pass alone on your street. Driver's license, maybe something like that. Well, she has yeah. a lot. She has a line in a song and it goes, yeah. um, you did it cheat, but you're still, oh, you're it's traitor. You did it cheat, but you're yeah. still a traitor. So my question is, well, how, if he did it cheat, how did he betray her that that's that's my question i don't know if i'm missing something in the song or if this is just her just anger coming out or if there's just a side that guys can't see well i think it's like wasn't she i could be very wrong because i haven't listened to this album in a while in probably a couple months um but i feel like when i was listening to that song it was more like you didn't have to you didn't have to physically cheat um, but like emotional cheating is the okay. same thing as, as like physical cheating. And honestly, sometimes it can be worse just because you don't right, think right. it's bad because it's not physical, but it is because you're emotionally giving your heart to somebody else. And so okay. I think that that's what, I think that that's what she meant. I apologize to any Olivia Rodrigo fans who might know a lot more than I do and who might've read more into that. That is what I 
had got from listening to the song. And I, I felt that so hard because I think a lot of people deal with that. So mm. I thought, I thought she did a good for 17. thought she did right. a good job. Right. Wrapping that, wrapping her head around that. So, um, yeah. So I have two other honorable mentions, okay. obviously Adele coming out with 30. I mean, okay. I, I don't think it's, um, when I listened all the way through it, um, and obviously Adele is just stunning. I mean, she is just a stunning artist. She's just beautiful. And I listened to some of her interviews too, which I thought were really cool. She's, you know, she said, I'm not, I'm not making music for, um, you know, for, for streaming purposes. Like I'm making music for people who are my age, who are going through what Mm -hmm. I'm going through. And I really think that she wrote that album tailored to people who are, more like in her stages of, of life. And I think she did it so well, like so perfectly well. I just don't relate to a lot of the songs because I'm not a mom and I'm not married. And, um, and so, but I just thought she did such a beautiful job with it. I mean, she's just so beautiful and, and she's timeless. Her music is timeless. And so, um, I think, I think it's really well done. It's just, it, it didn't hit me as hard, I think, because I just don't relate to it. But she that doesn't mean that she didn't do it well and that it's not an incredible album because it, it is. You, you know, it um, was when it had been like six years before, you know, after the Hello album. I'm, I'm not really too fond, uh, don't really know that much of Adele. Uh, but when that album come out, I remember how big it was. And then she just kind of went away. You know, she got divorced. She had a kid. She lost tons of weight. And then... I, I stupidly had mentioned it said on the podcast. I don't think people listen to Adele anymore because you just you hadn't heard her for a while. And then when she was releasing a new album, I was like, is this a bad move? But hey, people prove me wrong every day. So. Yeah, no, I mean, she's killing it. And she has such she has such a solid fan base, too. Like she's just she's a timeless artist like she she can she can do whatever she wants but yeah i think she was going through a lot of life stuff and like good for her for taking the time that she needed and to really process yeah, yeah. and and come out with this gold um that so many people are absolutely loving right now so she's just she she's so wonderful and then obviously um i loved carrie's my savior her gospel okay. album that she put out this year um i know it's not necessarily country um it's more you know, in like the Christian, I don't, it's not even contemporary Christian, but it's, it's more in like the gospel lane, I guess. But, um, she just, that is one lane that Carrie does so well. Um, and I'm so glad that she finally did it. Cause I think that it's been on her heart for a while, um, wanting to do a gospel album and she did it so well. And so many songs, like so many hymns she took and like made country and put like, fiddles and stuff behind it. Like it was just, it was really cool. And honestly, this is one of my most listened to albums. Now I didn't include it in my top five. However, this is one of my most listened to albums um, because she took these hymns and she took these songs, um, these Christian songs and made them made an experience out of them, I guess is, is probably the best way to put that. Um, and I think listening front to back, that entire album is an experience and it, it's so fun for me. Um, I, I have a very strong faith. And so, um, for, 
for her to put this out. I was like, this is so cool. I, I mean, I listened to it on road trips and like sing along and obviously her rendition of how great thou art. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I can say anything about it other than it's jaw dropping and, and it will, it will leave you speechless. So, um, I just, I really appreciate, obviously appreciate her vocals more than a lot of things. Um, (laughs) but she just, she killed this album and I just, I, I hope that she knows how well she did with this album, even though it's not country and, and everything. She just, I think she, she did a really cool thing being like, Hey, I'm going to release an album that is gospel because I want to do that. And heck yeah, Carrie, heck yeah. Like do that. Cause she, she killed it. The album's amazing. So doesn't she own like, doesn't she own like her own production company and uh studio and stuff like that? So she could just do it on her own if she wanted to. She didn't have to say sayonara. She could have done it as a side part. I, I don't know. I, I could just be, I could just be lying about that, but she does have a studio in her house, I believe. But oh, okay. I also, I mean, she's still signed. She's still signed to Universal, right, so they have to right. sign off on everything that she does. Right, so, right. Um, I think it's cool that they let her do that because mm-hmm. I, like I said, this has been on her heart for a while. So I think I think the album's good. And for anybody who hasn't listened to it, who loves Carrie, definitely go give it a listen. It's it's good. She she released. I don't know if it was last year, and I I wouldn't have listened to it um, because. I listen to Carrie, but she's not one person that I would listen to an entire album of. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really have a reason why. Yeah. But sure. I was sent a stack of records from some of the uh, some of the you know people I work with and on the podcast side, and there was an album. It was Carrie Underwood's Christmas album. I think it was Christmas. Yeah. Um, She was dressed in like a red dress and was walking or something like that. Okay. And I remember going like, you know what? I'm not going to let this go to waste. I'm going to listen to it. It was actually pretty. I mean, it was actually one of the best um, right there next to Brett Eldridge for me for, because I'm I'm not a big Christmas music listen to her, but it was, it was pretty decent for, for, for Christmas. I think for, for a country person to put Christmas album out. Yeah. My gift. Yeah. My gift. That's so good. And, yeah. Yeah. I, my favorite, my favorite one on there, I think from her was hallelujah. The duet that she does with, with John, John legend John, is, yeah. it is stupid. Good. It yeah. is stupid. Good. And it's, I love, I also really love her. Mary. Did you know, she just, she with, did that with, with her son, a, didn't she? A little drummer boy. She did with. Oh, with okay. Son. Okay. That was really cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She did. She just, she did such a good job. I just love that she's doing what she wants to do. Like she's been probably wanting to do these albums for a while. And now she's just kind of like taking time with her family, but also being able to put out this music that she's been wanting to, that doesn't, she doesn't have to tour with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she's doing a, so, uh, she's doing a damn Vegas show, like a, like a stay in Vegas. Oh my place. gosh. So have you seen clips from that? I it's, have, I saw it, it on Instagram and it, because here's the thing about the, what a lot of people don't realize about the Vegas shows. They give you like unlimited cash flow to do whatever show you want to do. So it's absolutely crazy about what you what you would want to do on a regular tour. But your cap for so many, like, let's just say your cap for 12 million. There's not a 12 million is a lot, but there's not a lot you could do with 12 million for a tour, especially all over the world. Right. But when she gets to right. Vegas and she's like, they're like, hey, we're making this amount of money this is your cap and she basically doesn't have a cap 
it's it's crazy what you can do with um with with Vegas shows. And I think that's why a lot of people go there because they're giving you tons right. of money. You have no budget. If you do, it's a giant budget. It's um just crazy. Yeah. I, it's it I've had I had friends go out for like a week and they went to like a couple shows in the week. And like mm. it, I saw so many videos from it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. There was like <laughs> a truck she set on fire and like a waterfall that she stood under, like her outfits were out of this world. Mm. So yeah, she she just she's killing it. I'm I'm so proud of her, but I'm I am excited to hear some new music from her, hopefully soon. All right. That's it. All right. Number five. Yep. Okay. Number five. I'm going first, right? Or are you going first? No, you're going first. Okay. I'm going first. All right. This one, I fought for this one for number five. And I'm glad I put it on here because I was really fighting for it. Um, it's Lauren Elena's new one, Sitting Pretty on Top of the World. Um, oh. I was not. I'm a Lauren Elena fan. She could sing. I, I, I love Lauren Elena. She's funny. She's goofy. Yeah. But yeah. I was not a fan of her first two projects she put together. I thought they mm-hmm. sounded too Nashville-ish. That's what she thought people okay. wanted her to put out. So that's what she put out. Sure. This one yeah. was like 15 songs. They're mostly ballads. They're all, I mean, they're all good. I mean, she's got that one song with Lucas Graham. Uh, what do you think of that is just out of this out of this world good and she she did she chanced it with this one because she did a lot of stuff that i don't think she normally would have done but uh yeah sitting pretty on top of the world number five and i really fought for this one because a lot of others could put it out it could it could be in the back burner of you know songs released this year but I just think this yeah. one, the reason I put it on here, it was just her best one so far. And I just wanted to give recognition uh, to her because she is, yeah. she's literally trying and she, and she's, and she's just damn good. And females in yeah, country music is. are shot to shit. And so she, th- there, you understand it's, it's, but yeah, Lauren Elena sitting pretty on top of the board number five. I love that. I'm so glad that you, that you put her there. Cause Cause I feel like, yeah, she doesn't get a lot of recognition and I would agree that, that this is her best work and that I think she, but I think she, you know, she's young. She right. feel like the last few years, she's just been trying to figure out who she is and maybe what she wants to say. So good on her for um, putting this project out. Like that's, cr- that's amazing. Cause she's so crazy talented. She's yeah. so good. Um, My number five is saying what I'm thinking. Lainey Wilson's album. Okay. Um, she, I just think, I think Lainey is so good. I think she knows who she is and I can, I can feel that from her music. And I think that the production on this album was so cool. Um, it's something that you don't hear a lot of from females in country music. Cause so much of it is so tailored pop country right now, which, um, which is great. And, 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 you know, people do it well, but, but Lainey's just different and Lainey is, is, sticking to her roots and sticking to her guns and saying, this is who I am. And she's not afraid, um, to be different. She's not afraid to be unique. And I love that. I appreciate that as a female in country music, because I feel like females in country music right now are so forced to be pop country 
and are expected to be pop country that right. when I hear music like this, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Um, she does it so well though, too. Like, like this is Laney's, this is Laney's lane, LOL. Um, and I, I just, I think so many songs are well-written and again, I just think the feel of it is cool. I think that's what did it for me is that the feel top to bottom is just really different and really cool and um, definitely more country and maybe even a little bit. I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say rock country because it's not rock country in the way that like Eric Church is, but um, it just like drives a little bit harder than I've heard in a while. Uh, from a female album in a while. So yeah, I love it. I think she's killing it. I think she's doing a great job and um, I'm excited to to see what comes next from her. I'm excited to do these albums because I don't know what your picks are, but uh, we did a pick last year and you had an artist on that that I never listened to, J.P. Sachs. And uh, I fell in love with the guy. I fell in love with the guy and I was like, man, yes, you did. so good. <laughs> and so now I'm like, ah, crap, here we go. Now, but um, you you'd mentioned Eric Church, and I'm going to say yes. I may be the only Eric Church person that's a fan of Eric Church to say this. His two albums disappointed me. I was very, I was disappointed. I was expecting two albums, and you're like, holy shit, two albums. Here we go. We're going to be Eric Church. And then you listen to it, you're like, what? What? What was I supposed yeah. to be watching? It, it, Oh, it was, I was, dis, I was strongly disappointed. I'm going to be killed by the church choir here uh, once this goes up. But I was really strongly disappointed in the Eric Church albums, like to the point where it put me in a bad mood because I was just such a fan of Eric Church when it came out. I was like, but, yeah, you know, I, I love Eric Church. I think, I mean, I think he's one of the best in the yeah, game. Yeah. Um, hands down. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, you felt the same. Go ahead, say you felt the same. I can't say that I vibed with, yeah, <laughs> as much yeah. with with yeah, but but that's not to say that Eric Church is not still one of the best. Oh, no. He is one of the right. best, and and it kills me to not to not you know I don't know. Right, it kills it's, me it not is to, what it is. because it would be automatically on the list for me. Yeah, like Chris Stapleton. I I had a hard time with that. Yeah, because I had a hard it would time be, with that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, because it's uh, like, they're still, they're still the best. It doesn't mean they're not the best, but I just didn't feel because you know what? The fact of the matter is, is that not every album is going to be your best album. It's just, it's, it's not there's, if there's going to be a best, there's going to be a best, you know, like, yeah. And, and I hate when people say that where they go, this is my best and favorite album yet. Aren't you supposed to say that? Cause you're promoting it. Like, because right, if you don't yeah. promote it, no one's going to buy it, but right. Uh, yeah, I feel the same right there, which it yeah. wasn't that good. It was, I was really, I was, I was, I was fantastically disappointed. It was crazy. I'm so sorry. All right. Your number, did you give your number five or is it my turn? Nope. You did. It's you, your you, turn. Yours was Lady Wilson. Okay. Yep. All right. My number four is Ryan Hurst Pelago. Again. Love. I struggle putting I struggle putting this on here because it's your debut album. Well, you, well sure yeah. he had some EPs before, but I don't count those as albums. Um, they're just right. 
And here's what I was going to say about Brian Hurd earlier. I was going to save it for this is I was hoping he would not release that Marin Moore's collaboration as a single because okay. they know he's married to chasing after you. Yes. They're married. People know they're married. Was it such a strong move to put out a song you did with your wife, who is giant first? Sure. You, you right. could have heard him before. You could have heard him before. But my point I'm trying to make is this could hurt him. This could hurt him. And I don't want it to hurt him because Ryan Hurd is a good guy from what I've heard. Yeah. And he's just so talented that, sure, okay, you can look at the bright side. This could make him what he is. But what if it doesn't? What if that right. was a choice that hurt him? And I don't want that to happen. You know, I don't I don't want to see that happen to the guy. Um, yeah. But Pelago, I mean, I, I'm not a big beach guy, but I think that there was there was enough um there was enough song material and lyricism here that I love that it was able that, yeah. it, that it was able to make top five because I mean he has a song called knife or hatchet or something like that where he's like either twist the knife in my back or or bury the hatchet and it was like okay i see where you're going with it and from right. from from beginning to end the album is i mean the album's a pretty sharp album i mean it's it's a great leeway into who ryan hurt is i think um yeah but i am happy to see that there was only that one song with Marin morris where she was featured because i, right. I And I think that should be his only song he releases with Mary Morris. Sure, she can do background vocals where she's not um, credited. But I I think I think this is best bet. And I mean, the album top to bottom was was fine. I mean, it was on point to what he wanted to show us. And he showed it. Yeah. And Pelago from Ryan Heard was. um, And I know I'm selling his albums really well. I'm I'm selling them really (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Pelago uh, Ryan Hurst number four okay well I I love that I that's so interesting that you said that about the duet with Marin because you know thinking about it from like a marketing standpoint I'm sure his team was like well you should put this out as a single because it will do well because your wife is on it and because you're selling love right because your love is real you know I'm sure that there was a lot of marketing behind that and a lot of push and and I mean, I'm sure that they loved putting out a song together, obviously, but I'm sure a lot of that was more marketing decision than it was really his decision to put it out as a single too. Um, and honestly, with Marin on it, it probably is going to do better than a lot of his other stuff. So, sure. um, but yeah, but I mean, I get that. That's that's it's a valid concern, and and he's so good on his own. I yeah, I I, I hope that he can that he just keeps trucking. Um, okay, so my number four. Um, is time tequila and therapy old dominion. Um, I love, I'm not, I, I've never been a huge old dominion fan. Um, like as far as like listening to their albums or anything. Um, but this, this album is just fun. It's just like a fun feel good again, kind of like you were saying with Pelago, like a little bit of a beachy feel. Um, this is, I feel like a little bit more Kenny Chesney beach vibes than Ryan heard Pelago vibes, but, um, they just like have a lot of they're they're just old dominion is just good they're good they're so good and um their songs are are just feel good they're fun and um i just thought 
again, top to bottom, the album felt good and um, the songs were fun and um, well-written. I thought that there were, I'm trying to think. Um, I just, again, kind of a vibe I haven't maybe heard and felt in a while, I guess. Um, Cause Kenny Chesney is really the only one who does can really sell that beachy vibe mm. really well. Um, but I Jake thought Owen. Dominion killed Jake it. Owen does it good. Yeah. 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 Jake Owen too. Yeah. Um, but just, I mean, just everything. Um, I love all I know about girls. That was one of them that okay. I, I heard and I was like, that's so, that's so funny and, and so good. Um, the, the turn of phrase with that. And as well as, um, uh, where don't, don't forget me so good. Um, drinking my feelings. I was on a boat that day. Like what that title? I, I, I love it. I love it. I think it's so fun. Um, I was, I was very impressed because I, I, again, I, I don't listen to them much. Um, but but I, I love it. I will listen to it top to bottom. And um, I'm not usually a big like top to bottom album person. So. Do you want my true response to that pick or do you want me to lie? No, I want your true response because it doesn't matter. It's still going to be my number four. No, I know. I know. I disagree. I I liked Old Dominion in the beginning. Yeah. To me now they're annoying. I, I really I don't know what it is that for for some reason they have just become annoying to me. And I was on the boat that oh. day. Uh, it's okay, I, I guess. But yeah, okay. That, that, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. That was my thoughts. I disagree. Okay. Okay. We can agree to we can agree to disagree. We can agree to disagree. Oh, Sonic doesn't like copy this video for copyright. Disney did that one no. time to me. What? I was drinking out of a um, a Lightning McQueen Cars cup, and it appeared yeah. for like three seconds. And Disney took they it. Copyrighted they copyrighted you. Copy wrote the damn video on YouTube for it was it was literally just like this. I took a sip, sat it down. And that was it for three seconds, and I said, "Are you serious, Disney? Really?" I have to go plug my computer and it's going to die. Okay. But you can continue. I'm just going to be moving all of my equipment. Okay. Okay. So yeah, like, like I said, I, um, I, I'm not, I'm not giving old domain a hard time. They're good at what they do. I, it's yes. like, it's like a TV show after so long, you just get tired of it. I think, um, because to oh, me, yeah. here's my opinion. I think their music sounds the same always. Like I don't think they ever go into a new realm that I would love for them to do. Because you know they can. That that okay, Mason Ramsey. That's Mason fair. Ramsey is is a really good songwriter. But I just feel that they put out the same sounding stuff because they know that's what sells, which is a good thing. But also, how is it hurting you or making you better at being a musician or songwriter? Well, you also have to keep in mind too, like um, sometimes they don't really get a say. No, I know. Like I know. Teams. I I know. It's just 
I, I, but you but you put it on them because it's their album. And I and I know that's harsh to say. I, that's harsh to say. Everybody right. would say that. But no, I know. Right. It's I yeah. It's, oh, well. oh, okay. My right. no, my my number three. And the reason I this is not one of my most listened to, but I put it on here because I if for example, if an album is named okay, Ryan Hurd did Pelago, right? He didn't have an out. Al- he didn't have a yep. song on the album called Pelago, but he mentioned coming to Pelago in a song, and it was a cool sounding album title, Pelago. So, yeah, I always try to figure out if there's not a song or album, what the album is called, why the album is called that. So I don't, I don't, I don't read interviews or anything like that as to why until I literally just can't figure it out, and. My favorite artist of all time is John Mayer. Without a shadow of a doubt, John Mayer. He put out Sob Rock this year. Not his finest music, yep. not his best music. Definitely, it's, it's not it's not born and raised. Um, it's not the worst. Uh, and I remember listening and being like, why in the hell is this album called Sob Rock? He never said Sob Rock anywhere. There's no definition for what it means. I look it up and he goes, it's called Sob Rock for the reason you're thinking. Why the hell is it called Sob Rock? Well, that just doesn't make sense. How did you pick up Sob Rock out of, why, why do you call it like a like wet dirt or something? Like, where does Sob Rock come from? He was just like, out to my head one day. But if we're going to take the music and the album in itself, it's an okay piece. The only thing I do despise about um, and Sam Hunt did this last year. He didn't put an album out for a while and just released singles. Well, it was time for an album. So he put the six singles that he released onto a track, a, a 10 track album with four new songs. So it was basically yeah. an EP. John Mayer did the same thing. Um, John Mayer always has music that speaks to me, no matter what, no matter yeah. what, what it's about. And he spoke to me in this one as well, but it, it wasn't as big as Continuum or Heavier Things or even Damn Room for Squares. But John Mayer just has this thing about him that I love so much, and I just don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what weed he's smoking. I don't know what drink he's drinking. But this guy has been hurt, and you're like, damn that person that hurt you, but thankful that they hurt you because you're giving music like this. It's like Coldplay, like Chris Martin. Yeah. What the hell did you smoke, dude? Who hurt you to do you that way? But then thank you for hurting because you give me this shit that I could listen to every day. Oh, mm. I love that. I well, I love that you're still, that you still like, that the music still spoke to you, that you still felt something from it. I don't think you have to be perfectly pleased with every project that your favorite artist put out. No, but, but, know. but I'm also, I don't also, I also don't want to be that person that I love Chris Stapleton. So it's always going to be number one or number two or number three. I don't want to be known as that person. So that, that that's why I took Blake Shelton's out of it because if, if I had Blake Shelton and I had John, John Mayer, people would automatically assume, Oh, they're just not that good, but he just being biased about it. So. Sure. Sure. No, I think that's great because I think it gives it, I mean, it makes room for, you can still have your favorites, but I think it makes room for other good music that's being made because, because my top five albums aren't necessarily my favorite artists that, mm. 
that I listen to more or less. Like, I mean, cause I think last year, one of my favorite albums was nightfall by little big town. And right. like, I don't listen, like I hadn't listened to little big town, like a ton. I mean, yeah. I, I listen more to country radio. I think before I don't really listen to country radio as much anymore, just because I'm never really around radio and streaming is kind of in, I guess now, but, um, but like, again, nightfall top to bottom, like little big town, it did, it didn't matter, you know, what else was being put out. Like they killed it. That album killed it. It spoke right. to me. And I don't care who, who, if you're making good music and you're putting out good songs and it's not even just the artists, it's the songwriters that are on these songs that, that deserve the recognition. You um, know, one of the, one of the coolest things about the uh, John Mayer album is you know, Jessica Simpson, him and Jessica Simpson had this thing for, for a while. And I, from, from the experiences that I've seen people say, John Mayer is probably not the most pleasant person. He's a strange guy, uh, but, but aren't we all strange? But uh, to keep it in context, yes. Jessica Simpson wrote this book, uh, which I haven't read, but I've read articles about it, how just how rough John Mayer was to her. Just, you know, he did this and this and this. He was basically... um emotional abuser or something along those lines well didn't think it would happen john mayer come back he's like guess what i have things about you that nobody knows and so (laughs) and it was like oh man here it was like the uh, eminem and mgk thing back in the day when that was happening i'm getting i'm I'm getting the i'm getting the lyrics right now see what um the out the song is called should it matter but it does he goes into talking about like you know he should have been open he should have been more, you know, realizing, but then he gets into the, the, the meat of the matter where he goes, it shouldn't matter, but it does. You should have just broken. You should have just come clean. You should have been, you should, you should have been sad instead of just being so fucking mean. It shouldn't be easy, but it shouldn't be hard. Why were you a stranger in my backyard? And I was like, uh Oh, here we go. And I wanted there to be something but there wasn't, but that that's, but that that's what I'm talking about. That when, when John Mayer does that, that's, he says what he's feeling and doesn't care. And I know that's a lot of people, but it's different when Olivia Rodrigo speaks truth than when John Mayer does to me, because if a woman tells you truth, let's be honest, guys ain't going to fucking listen. They're not going to listen. But when a guy tells you, Hey man, look, you need to be straight. You need to straighten it up. You're probably going to listen more. Just because we're we're wired differently. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And and wow. I can't and I can't say for the relationship thing because I've I've never been in a relationship in my life. But for some reason they can speak to me. Like they for, for some reason for somebody that's never loved somebody, said love, said I love you, never. It's it, th- those things speak to you. You know, it's like you sure. And then it's yeah, it's it's such being lonely. You live vicariously through your music. <laughs> yes, yes, there you go. Music doesn't make you lonely yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number three um was um Macon. I think that's how you say it. Macon by Jason Aldean. Um Macon. Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. Macon. That's just my Midwest coming out, y'all. Well, okay, is it okay? Is it pecan, pecan, pecan? How do you say it? 
Um, like a pecan. I um, I, I'm trying to think of how. I say, I think I say pecan. Oh, okay. Because I, I remember you said I opinion. Think so. so. All right. Yeah. Make, making, <laughs> making from Jason Aldean. Making, making for making Georgia by Jason Aldean. Um, I love this album. I, okay. I think I actually, I don't know why people aren't making more of a big deal out of it. I thought he killed it. I think the songs on here are so good. And uh, Jason Aldean's writers are so good. Jason, just like you were talking about, Kenny Chesney knows how to pick songs. Jason Aldean knows how to pick songs. Um, he knows, he knows what songs are for him and belong to him and songs that he can sell. And I just thought, I just thought there were, there were so many songs on this album that, um, that could easily go number one for him. Um, if he so chooses to release him as singles. So, um, top to bottom, I thought he killed it with this album, but Jason Aldean kills it a lot of the time. Um, he just has some of the best writers writing on his projects and, that's why his songs are consistently so good because he doesn't need to be on. Well, I don't, I don't really think that he writes all that often, if at all, but, um, but his, his writers are just so good and they hit the nail on the head every time. Um, so yeah, I was very impressed. I was, okay. I was very pleasantly surprised. I like Jason's. Okay. Here's a page turner. I like his slow stuff. <laughs> I, I like his ballads. I think he picks good ballads. Um, I'll tell you why I didn't listen to this. And you can tell if it's true or not. They okay. said it was very political because he's putting out Macon. And then the next one coming out next month is like Georgia. And he's like doing like a double album. They said it was the two oh. are very political. And I'm like, it, it, even though it, political as in, you know, I don't care what who you vote for, what you believe in. But like once you get political in anything, I think it kind of. That kind of ruins it for for everybody, and and I don't know I what and I don't know what type of political aspects are talking about because I again I did listen to it, but I don't know maybe it's when he says political maybe they're talking money maybe they're talking guns maybe they, I don't know. I did not get that at all. Okay, and maybe okay. I don't. I, I really did not get that at okay. all. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know if he meant it to be <laughs> to, okay. to be political, but I did not. I absolutely didn't did not get okay. that at all. Um, it was a lot of I mean, story for another glass, I thought was brilliant. Um, that was like I, I thought that was written so well. And I'm like, how did I not think of that? Um, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really see that. I don't agree okay. with that. Um, he has a song called small town, small that I think is pretty cool, but that's not, I don't think that's political. I feel like that's more, if you're going to talk anything, that's more about him just being like, Hey, like I miss, I think we should keep country country and small town, right. roots, small town right. roots. It's, it's the same thing as like being from a small town and not wanting people to come in and bulldoze all your small town right. stuff and build apartments and skyscrapers like i didn't i didn't really get anything political from that i got like a but that's like the i feel like that's the only song on there that i that you could even think because everything else is literally like there's a song called heaven 
Um, oh, this bar. Don't I heard anymore. that. The sad that, songs. The heaven. Sad that song. is that is a Brian Adams cover, and mm. Jason Aldean does that really well. I don't know if you have you ever heard so the good. have you ever heard the the Brian Adams Heaven version? No, I have okay. not. But I need to. I'm, I'm pulling. And up then he quick. has. He also has five. He put five live cuts of some of his old stuff, like some of his like biggest songs on on okay. the making album. So. I don't know. I don't okay. know the point of that. I didn't really like listen to those, but. And I love if I didn't love you. Oh, for him and Carrie. Carrie. I don't think I don't think it's <laughs> like. I don't think a song like that needs to necessarily be like, I just feel like a lot of. Like people that I've talked to have been like, yeah, but it's not like. I like had just haven't been impressed with that song, but I don't agree. Like I love it. I sing it all the time. And I, I think it's, I think it's a simple concept that they wrote simply and it was done perfectly. Like I just thought it yeah, was done so well. So I, I went when that, I remember when it came out and I was like, okay, let's see what Jason and has got for the, for the new stuff. Cause I was like, oh, let's see what he's got going on for the new stuff. And I remember listening yeah. and being like, wow, this for, for a, obviously I'm not the biggest Jason fan, but I was like, wow, this, this is actually really good for Jason Aldean um, for, for it to not for it, for it to be an up-tempo type of song coming from Jason. I thought it was, I thought it was very well done. I do think um, it got crapped on country radio because it just went so quick. So not a lot of people are going to know it that much because once it goes to the top charts, it just disappears and goes away. Um, but yeah, I know. I thought if I didn't love you was a uh, is a really well done song, and and Carrie putting the spin on it was 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 yeah. uh, was was the best part as well. And I know you're going to agree because you're going to be biased with Carrie, like I am towards John Mayer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, he, <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought that that song is so good. Yeah, here is uh, here is the version. This is the original Heaven Heaven from Brian Adams. I told you you've heard it. I was like, I don't know that I have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. My number two is what we're on. My number two. Good things from Dan and Shay. This, This, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, and my glasses are hurting my ears. Let me tell you something. This album was perfect from number one all the way to number 12. It was short. It was like two minutes and 15 seconds a song. It took me like 25 minutes to listen to it. And I'm still listening to it. I listened to it this morning. It is effing fantastic. I don't know what these guys, like, okay, I don't know what these guys smoked before they started writing but man, Dan and Shay are on a next level. They're on. They're not A-listers yet. I don't want to say they're A-listers. They're not yet. They're not that big in country music as they are in pop. 
but they are almost on the Garth Brooks level of just how effing famous they are. They, they damn, they sold out Madison Square Garden. They've sold out all these arenas and stadiums. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. they're absolute, they're killing it right now. And it's, and they're out. Oh, yeah. Good things is they have a song on there. Um, Let me get over her. And oh my Jesus, that is, I, I mean, the whole album is fantastic. I, I wish only thing they did that I don't agree with is they put the earlier singles on there. They put like 10,000 hours and they put, I should probably go to bed. Yeah. I wouldn't have put that on there because it does not fit the album. You have to, because when people go, a lot of people don't know this, but when you go into to make an album, a lot of, about 99% of artists get songs that they are projecting this album to be. Now, there are some people that just go and say, okay, I like these 12 songs, put them on there. Who cares if they, who cares if they, you know, mean this one thing. But theirs is this, not going to say beachy, but it's a poppy, get outside. Also, you're going to go talk to that girl. We're going to encourage you to go talk to the girl. We're also going to sit there and we're yeah. going to let you cry when, when, when she dumps you or she turns you down with, with these yeah. songs. And Danny Shay are doing something that a lot of people need to listen to and catch up on and not be like, there's no country. You need to go, damn, what do I need to go to get to that level? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love Dan and Shay. I think I think Dan and Shay are awesome. I think Shay is one of the most incredible vocalists. Oh my ever. goodness, that dude, that that guy could sing. That guy could sing. It doesn't matter. I, I was I was gonna make. It, I, I was I was gonna say something, but I would feel it would be inappropriate, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I actually Probably thought before I spoke today, like I, I never. Wow. Would, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my God. That's so funny. Uh, No, I think, yeah, I think they're great. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't vibe with this album as much as I really. um, Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, not to say that it isn't fantastic and that they're not fantastic because I think that they are. And they had some really heavy hitters for writers on this album too, which is really cool. Um, and and they're just, I mean, they're wonderful. Their live show is fantastic. Like they they're so good. I just I was a big fan of um was it their first album? Um uh, like My Side of the Fence and No, um, no, that was their third. That was their third. Oh, yeah, I suppose it was, you're right. Yes. You're right. I am right. I'm like thinking, I'm like thinking that I started listening to Dan and Shay like. Right. But their first album that I listened to then must have been like from top to bottom must have been their their third, you're saying? Yeah, because they released an album and it was um had the summer like, and nineteen you and me. Uh, no, that was yeah. the third one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Because yeah, because the second album they made it big with um oh my from the ground up. Remember, remember how big that song oh, used yes. to be back in the day? That was their second album. That was their second album. They didn't they didn't okay. really get big until their second album. And then once the third one comes with tequila and just, all that, it just it it blew up. Yeah, their third, their third album. I'm that was that is one that I will still listen to yep. from top mm-hmm. to bottom because I think it is so good. And I'm so in love with I don't know. I love that album. That is like a 
that is a special album to me. But anyway, yeah, Dan and Shay kill it. Um, I'm glad that you put that on there because no, I'm I, I'm not that... saying I'm not saying this album is better than that one. I don't, but I think there's a because I think there's a lot more stronger songs on the previous one. But if sure. we're just talking this year, it's one of the strongest albums to be released this year. I mean, it went. Sure. I think okay. I think it went like three times platinum within the first two weeks it was released. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. it was it was a it was oh, a giant yeah. it was a giant album. I mean, they're incredible. I saw them. They played a show at Centennial Park in Nashville um, right the week that they released their album. Because I think, or no, 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 it was the night that they released their album because okay. I was on the way back from a writing retreat and we listened to their whole album. And then I went to the show that night to celebrate their like release of their album right. or whatever. And yeah, they were awesome. I mean, man, Shay can just, he's so good. And I appreciate a really, really strong vocalist. So I fangirl over Shay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's amazing. And like Dan is such a good writer. So that what a, what a duo, what a group. And they're yeah. good human. I've like, met Shay a few times and he's great. Dan wrote every song on the album and you can yeah. tell, you can yeah. tell because yeah, the, the, so Dan good. and Shay's story is, I don't know if you've heard their story. Their story is incredible. Like they were, they would go just to a pizza place and they'd be like, Hey, do you have any pizza that you're going to throw out because it's old? And they would get the pizza and they would eat it on it for three weeks. That would be their food for the month. And it's just like, it's crazy. You're like, wow. Yeah. And then Dan's hair just keeps getting longer and longer and longer and curly. It, his hair is about as curly it's as so mine. Cool. And like, there's no way I would. I could I wouldn't be able to get a comb or brush through it. I'd just be, you know, getting the knots out. Yeah, well, he's like, this is my jam. He's probably just trying something new. No, you know what it is? He's scared to cut it because once he started growing it long, they started getting success. Oh, well, I don't know. Y'all have to ask him. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Well, number my two. number two is, um, 29 written in stone, Carly Pierce. Mm. Um, I, I have always, I've always loved Carly Pierce. I've always, I've always really liked her music. Um, I, I've never really like, uh, been in love with like one of her albums though, like through and through, um, this album is good. It's okay. really good. I think this is, I think this was a hard hitter for her. I think it's like, I'm so excited for her because I think that this album is going to take her on the up and up. And this, this album puts her in a, in a, in the next like league to me. Okay. Um, I think she stuck to her roots. She stuck to who she is and what she loves and she does it so well. Um, I love her duet with Ashley McBride. I think that it's so cool. And I think those two teaming up again, wouldn't put them together, but heck yeah, it's so good. Um, I love, I love, I love dear Miss Loretta. Um, I think that is so cool. I've even sang it out a few times, like at shows like covering it. Um, it's just good. It's just well-written and it's good. Um, you know, uh, I think what a comeback for Carly Pierce after the freaking year she's had. Um, and I don't know. I, I just, I thought it was really well done. I was really excited to see her come out with such a bang this year. 
I think that she's worked so freaking hard and to have an album stand out like this one does, I really think it stands out a lot. And to see a female stand out like this is really exciting because there aren't a lot of females that are standing out right now enough to like compete with the men right. on country radio. There's just right. not, it's it's not because right. I don't want them to. It's just like the music isn't competing. And like, so for her to release something like this, I was really, really excited. And I was like, heck yeah. to females in country music. Like you go girl, you lead the way, like, let's go. So, um, I, I love, I love the album. I love it top to bottom. Um, I think it was really well done. Songs are really well written. And um, the feel is the feel is so cool. Again, kind of like Lainey's doesn't sound like this, like the rest. Right. And I, and I love that. So <clears throat> I haven't listened to it. Um, maybe, maybe I should. Yeah, I think you should. I, I really like it. It's, it's definitely an older kind of country. It's not the pop country that everybody else is doing right now. So it definitely is a little bit different, but it's authentic to who Carly Pierce is. And I think that that's so cool that they allowed her to do that because a lot of labels aren't, I feel like letting artists do that. I mean, what he didn't do, like, Oh my gosh. So clever. Like, I'm not going to tell you what he did, but I'll tell you what he didn't do. Like what a great way to not, not hate on someone, but also be like, you don't need to put up with someone who, who doesn't do these things. Right. Like, cause it's not deliberately like outing someone for doing something. I don't know. I just, I thought it was so clever the way that she went about this album, because this was kind of like a, a rise up after being kicked down kind of album. Right, and, right. but she didn't, she didn't do it in a catty way and she didn't do it. She did it in a brilliant way. And also the songs are just good. And she has a great voice. And I thought that she showcased her voice a lot more on this album, which also made me really excited for her. Cause I feel like I feel like she does have a, a really strong voice. Um, but sometimes I, I, I don't know that her songs before have really like showcased all of it, which is totally fine. The songs are great, but like, it was cool to hear more, more of her voice on this album. So. Okay, cool. I, uh, haven't listened to it. Um, maybe, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a shot. I'm not the biggest Carly yeah. Pierce fan. Um, not going to say anything, but um, I have my reasons. <laughs> what I say here can get me in trouble. Um, just say we were good friends at the beginning and then, Kind of faded off, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> now turning into a lighter that. moment. Yeah, I, I'm fine on this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna ease on to the next subject. <laughs> yeah, All right, that's okay. So, I think that we have the same number one. I think so. But before we get to that, I was doing some research, and I want to, I want to ask your opinion. And kind of get your guess. Tasteofcountry.com put out their top five albums of the year. Okay. Who do you think they picked number one? Now, you have to think. Where is it coming from? It's coming from Taste of Country. So our number one pick is probably not on there. <laughs> All right. I, I, okay. It's not on there. Let's put it that way. It's not. That guy's had a okay. that guy's had a rough and a great year, but it's not on there. Yeah. 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 Well, 
it it doesn't matter if it's on there or not. It it doesn't matter who gets. He's he's. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, Cody Johnson, Human, the double album. Really, really, they made it. They got number one. He got a number one on Taste of Country. That is awesome. Good for him. Good for him. Now, getting to our number one spot. Let's see if I'm right. She asked me where I was from. I said somewhere you never been to. Wish you had a lighter. Down outside of Knoxville. Heading by some dogwood trees. She tried talking with my accent. We had hands and waded into that blue water. She left the flip-flops by my red wings on the beach. Damn, Morgan Wallen did it. He did it. He did something I would not have done. I would not have put out a double album because albums are dead. I would not have. <sighs> is is Morgan is Morgan Wallen number one? There's a bear shit in the woods. I don't know. To flip flops by my red wings <laughs> on the beach. Sunburn Silverado like a heartbroken. This album, let me tell you something. I have talked to numerous people. We've all said the same thing. From number one, how many albums on it? 32. From number one to 32. Is pure perfection. I do not know how he did this. I don't know why he did this. I thank him every day for doing this. This album has been constant, re- constant repetition for my daily life. I, it's it's like it's not even it's not even a question like. If I had to put a scale from my number one to my number five, uh, Morgan Wallace, 10, you could take Danny Shay all the way down to six. Like it's that crazily good for me. And it's not being biased on Morgan Wallen because like I mentioned, I I was a big fan of him before. Everybody knows it. But when, but when you put something out, this, I don't know what this album is. Like I was, I took a break from Morgan Wallen for a while. We all know what happened. We don't have to repeat it. I took, because I felt that I have black friends. I have, just because I took a break and I said, you know what? Screw you, Morgan Wallen for, 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 for six, seven months, however long it was there. I'm done. I deleted everything. Morgan Wallen didn't unfollow everything. But everybody needs a second damn chance, all right? Everybody needs a second chance. And Dangerous, the double album. Oh, my God. It, it's like Jesus in a manger. Let's put it in there and let's protect it. Let's protect it. I I, I love it so much. Like, I know every song beginning to end, back to, I mean, and now everybody's just jumping on the Morgan Wallen train to, like, this is the best album. No, nah, this was the best album before this was – the best album. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he is 
I don't know the contract that he had with um, his record company. I don't know if he still signed, if they just put a pause on it. He is. He still signed? Yeah, or he's he suspended, get... but he's... Okay. okay. Yeah, he's cool. he's still signed. He's with Big Loud. He's, yeah. Okay. He's I, did, I didn't know. Okay. Okay. That may, okay. I didn't real. I didn't understand if he had gotten dropped or if he just, like, they just kind of took like a small hiatus for a second. Yeah, he was suspended and then, yeah. Okay. I think, I mean, I don't know the exact terms, but like, I mean, obviously now he's on tour again. So clearly. Right. That, right. That's what I was saying. But I didn't realize, I didn't know if someone else had come in and jumped in and bought the rights for everything. That's, that was what I was getting at. That would that'd be okay. a damn expensive buy, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it really would be. Here is why I did not, when he came out and he said that he was going to do the double album. I remember thinking, man, I hate, I don't hate albums, but I hate when albums don't have good songs. That's the only reason I yeah. would hate an album. And when he put it out, I was like, you know, I'm going to listen to it. Within one, two, three, four, five, six, the first eight, nine songs, I said, okay, this is it. Now, I will say this. The first half is way better, is a whole mile better than the second half except for a couple songs on the second half. But yeah, this, uh, this, this album is, in my opinion, the great, this is going to be on my greatest albums of all time. I, I can tell you it's, 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 I, I'm taking, I'm taking on the spotlight. Go ahead. Say your number one. Well, of course my number one is dangerous. The double album by Morgan. <laughs> all right last time that was it that was it i had to do it i had to do it we had to do it yeah you had to we're gonna that get copywritten like a bitch on here oh well i don't care yikes i don't care oh well um oh well no i mean i think i think this is like you said one of the greatest albums now i don't agree obviously with everything that morgan wallen does in his nope. personal life and whatever and i don't have to mm-hmm. um to know good music. And, and just because this is Morgan Wallen's album doesn't mean this is only Morgan Wallen's work. This is not just Morgan Wallen's work. This is, this is all of the writers that are on this album, the producers, everybody who's had a hand in this album. It's not just Morgan Wallen and Morgan Wallen sells it. Let me tell you, like Morgan Wallen sells this album so hard. Like his live show is one of the best live shows I have ever seen in my entire life. And I thought nobody could top Garth Brooks and, and Morgan Wallen's live show did. Easy, and it wasn't easy, because easy, easy, easy. I mean, I love Garth Brooks. I really love him, but like, I, I didn't think that anyone could touch that level. I just, I had never seen entertainment like that who could also maintain such great and strong vocals um and i just feel like i feel like morgan is and does and and i've i just haven't ever seen a live show that's that's nearly anything near as good as 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 garth and and i think too i think part of what made morgan's show so good is because hardy opened for morgan <laughs> Okay, because I'm ride or die hard fan. So um, I think that that made it like even crazier for me. Just the experience, the whole entire night was an experience for me because Hardy's like one of my favorite like 
artists, writers, human beings of all time. Like what a dream to be able to work with him. Um, have you thought about so real? Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I just, I feel like everybody in that camp, they're so real and so authentic and honest. And they're, they're so authentically like redneck and, and country. And, and I think that that's so cool. Um, and I think it's cool that they all like write together, like Ernest Hardy Morgan. Um, I think that there's a lot of hardworking people, a lot of really talented writers that are on Morgan's album that deserve this recognition. And I felt really bad for his writers and for the people who had put so much work into this album when, when this stopped being played on the radio and everything, which I understand a hundred times why all of that happened. I get it. And like you said, we don't have to go into any of it, but I did feel for the writers who had worked really hard to write these Mm -hmm. incredible songs and who deserve the success and recognition. And, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's a delayed like pay cut that they didn't get for a year or more um, because everything was taken off the radio and, and whatever. And, and like I said, things happen. So yeah, you got to do what you got to do and you got to hold people accountable. Absolutely. Um, but that doesn't mean that I didn't still feel for the writers on this, on this album. And um, I just, I think that they put it together so perfectly. And like you said, top to bottom, it's flawless. And 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 you can't fight that. Like the, it's not even at this point, it's not even opinion because if you go to one of his live shows, like when 20, 30, 50,000 people are singing back every single lyric to every single song that he sings on stage during his two hour set, you can't tell me. Wow. He's two that, hours for a new artist. Yeah. Like two hours, like hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow honestly he doesn't really it's it was really funny he doesn't really talk much during his sets (laughs) during his live shows like he doesn't really say much he just it's pretty much just like one song rolls to the next rolls to the next unless he says something about hardy and Ernest. but i was gonna say you mentioned the writers and i think dangerous like oversold like olivia rodrigo by like four million sales yeah. which is I, I mean but there's a there's that big of a gap in 2021 of which album beat out the other one it's uh here's something that a lot of people don't realize i know you do brooke but songwriters get paid off of how many albums it sells like so they're not really, they're getting paid for streaming, but not really. If that song, not if really. one of their songs don't doesn't go to radio, they're probably making 30 cents from an album that sells. Now, for Morgan Wallen that sold like 8 million albums, you can just put that in perspective, how much money these guys have made just off of a Morgan And I think that's, but here's my thing. I have two butts with this clause. The first one is, Morgan Wallen is going to – I think he's already sold himself to everybody. He sold himself. You know, yeah. he, They know who he is. They know what time. But his next album is – do you know how stressful that's going to be, trying to make an album that's going to top this one? Because that's everybody's – stressed out for him. Right. That's everybody's goal is to make an album better than the next. Just keep if, topping if, if it. If you don't yeah. release a double album next and you release a 10-track album – that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. I'm intrigued. To, 
I'm intrigued to see what, what he is going to do because I mean, next year he's going to just be touring. Like, I don't think he's really going to be working much on another album. So I don't think we're going to see another album from him for at least a year because his tour is insane. Right. I'm just saying like, he has time to, to think about it. And like, you know, one of the good things that, that one of the advantages that he has is he has a lot of good writers in his camp and a lot of, right. I mean, a lot of people just seeing the success that he's having probably want to be writing for him, you know, because it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard on these songwriters. Uh, like I feel like with streaming, like they're, everyone is trying to keep taking more and more money away from songwriters. And I'm like, if we didn't have songwriters, there wouldn't be songs people yeah. like we got to be paying our people. So I want to ask you this. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong in thinking this. You're probably going to know what I'm going to say. If this controversy didn't happen to Morgan Wallet, would he be as big as he is now? Would the album be as big? Because, because you had a, and I'm going to say I'm Mississippi. I, I, I was raised with these people. You had a bunch of Southern redneck racist assholes that were like, who cares what he says? We're going to listen to his music anyways. And they they legitimately were kind of the ones that did this Morgan Wallen breakthrough, if you want to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't really say. Right, I, right, right. I just, just from over the years, I mean, just even growing up, you know, with everything with, you know, Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus, like if you look yeah. at... At, at, at anyone who was anyone growing up, like any publicity isn't bad publicity. I mean, even if it is bad publicity, like people are talking about you and like also the, okay. The thing is, is that like, if you're in the public eye, like everybody's watching you, everybody's listening to everything you say. And like, you're never going to please everybody with what you say. And obviously there are things that you should and should not say, obviously, <laughs> Obviously, obviously. Um, but I think like, I think if you're in the public eye, like you have a responsibility that other people don't have, um, because not everybody's in the public eye, obviously. Um, and you have an accountability, but, um, but I also think, yeah, people mess up. I mean, man, I've, I've made mistakes. I've said things that, that I don't mean I've, I've done things that I don't mean. And, and I mean, but in like, I just feel like, I just feel like we just need to keep trying to be better at the end of the day. I mean, no one can show up perfect every day. Now, does that mean that we should be doing bad things and saying bad things? No, absolutely not. But like, man, I slip up. I swear sometimes when I'm on stage and I'm like, Oh shoot, Mm. I should not have done that. You know, like, I don't know. And I know that there's like worse and better things obviously, but, um, at the end of the day, I think no publicity is bad publicity because either way you're getting people talking about you. Um, if, if that's the name of the game, if that's the name of your game, I don't know what the, the name of anybody's game is, but like at the end of the day, publicity is publicity. Right. The I, biggest, I mean, the biggest turn point for me with Morgan Wallen was when he went on the good morning America and he gave a heartfelt apology and a heartfelt reasoning as to, why he said it and not that a reasoning is a good reason, but he was like, Hey, look, I grew up in the, in the South that growing up, that would, that wasn't a curse word. 
it kind of just mm-hmm. come normal. And sure. once he actually gave that heartfelt apology and the heartfelt plot point of it, I think that kind of turned a lot of people the right way because they're like, okay, he's a stupid kid. He's what, 26? I'm I'm 24 and I'm a dumb Seven or 28. Okay. Well, I'm 24. I'm a dumb kid. I say stupid shit that I shouldn't say. So that means yeah. you're going to take food out of my mouth because I said I don't like uh, Old Dominion or Jason Aldean. You know what I mean? Like, or that I, or that I, I, I don't know. But yeah, I know it's, it, it's crazy, but yeah. we, yeah. we could, we could get into a lot of, of conversation about this, which I think we kind of just need to. We're going to keep going on this and I know you got to go. But so our number one is dangerous. A double album. I never thought I would say that a double album is my favorite album. album. And I, and I, and I haven't deleted any, any songs from it. That's how I know if an album is good is how many songs I can use from it. Cause if if I'm not going to listen, why would I have it on there? But uh, yeah. Yeah. My entire family's got it on repeat. You did release an album this year. How how is that going for you? Yeah, an EP. Um, EP. Yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it's it's good. It's it's exciting. It's not as um, you know, it didn't it didn't hit the same way. Obviously, depends on the friend did when it did its thing on TikTok, which is cool. Um, but it's it's really cool. I feel like it's so authentic to me. Um, and it's been really exciting. We had a really fun release show, uh, at the end of the July in Nashville. Um, and that was really cool. We packed the place out and had a lot of people, um, had a lot of people out for it, which was really exciting. Um, had some friends open up for me, which was really cool. Um, it was just a really cool experience and it was really fun. These are songs that I've, you know, I had been, what sitting on for maybe like a year, year and a half, or maybe even two years at that point. Um, by the time we actually finally got everything out. So it was really exciting to get that music out. Um, and, and I'm really proud of it. I, I think it was really well done. My producer did such a great job with it. And, um, and I love everyone who wrote on the project with me. Um, it was, it was really exciting and um, yeah. And we're, we're working on some new stuff um, for next year and I'm not really sure we don't have any like release plans or anything for, for next year as of right now, but um, we've been writing some of the best songs um, that I have ever been a part of um, in the last like two months. So I'm really excited to get these songs out there and, and to just kind of keep trucking along and keep, um, keep seeing what's what's next down the road but we're we're working hard and we're writing a lot and um we're definitely getting after it so i'm really excited well you can follow brooklyn was it brooklyn let's see let me look my note brooklyn music is that is that your instagram yeah is that right yeah it's brooke brooke underscore lynn okay. underscore music okay yep all right yeah. go follow her on instagram look i appreciate you doing this for me apologize it was like so many late notices and we had to keep rescheduling but we got it done yeah uh we got it done if nothing comes up you'd be willing to come on next year do the same thing absolutely we have to make this an annual thing an annual thing an annual thing all right brooke look i'm here for that i uh appreciate you doing this i'm proud of you you got good things coming thanks for doing it yeah thank you all right brooke catch you later All right. Sounds good. Have a great day. You too. Thanks.